You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Hey guys, do you like heavy metal? Do you like video games, comic books, movies, theme parks, or even cool TV shows? We've got the place for you. Metal Geeks. Time to rock out with your geek out. Here are your hosts, Carrie the Metal Geek, Dave, and George. Geek it out, fellas. Welcome, everyone, to episode number 232 of the Metal Geek Podcast. I am one of your hosts. I am Carrie the Metal Geek. And I am George Tripsis, sometimes geek. Full-time geek, Full, I think. Full-time geek? Mostly. Mostly geek. Uh, Dave is not here with us tonight, man. Uh, Dave's not here, man. I'm going to say that joke every time. Uh, he is, never gets old. It, no, it doesn't. Not to me, at least. He's uh, finishing up getting ready for... For his uh, his booth, they're building over at Sherwood Forest, which is going to be pretty cool. So, yeah, look to you, man. Hopefully, we'll get to go out there and uh, see you sometime soon. Absolutely. You ever been to Sherwood? No, I've never been there. I've only been to uh, the Texas Ren Fair. I don't think I've yeah, been to the too. Sherwood. We should uh, Sherwood's go out further happening. north, right? Like toward Austin. It's yeah, to, off two ninety towards Austin, maybe. You know, maybe two hours away ish. That's Austin. Two hours from here is Austin. Well, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like there, you already made it to the Austin capital. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> so, how you been, man? What's been going on? Uh, you know, I've just been busy with work. Work's been a little uh, insane for me lately. That's why yeah. uh, it's been almost a month since we recorded. And That's I true. I was about to say that and, it's been a month. And We've I, all been really busy. I'm sorry about of, that. I'm, no. I was out of town for a weekend uh, at a family event in Dallas, and we're uh, fostering a new dog right now. It's been hectic. Mm. And work, all that good stuff. And you got a new dog. That's exciting. We're fostering a dog right now. So we've had her for about a month now, I think. Cool. How long do you think you're planning to keep her? Well, right now, probably for the next five or six months, because she has to go through heartworm treatment. Mm-hmm. So we're going to let her stay here while that happens. Cool. Exciting. Yeah. And uh, you said you went out of town. Where'd you go? We went to Dallas. We went to Richardson, actually. For uh, my cousin's. Richardson's not Dallas. It's close. It's a northern suburb of of Dallas. Mm. We spent a lot of time in Dallas. We actually, uh, we went, I've never been to Fort Worth. Uh, I, and I've been wanting to go to the store called, uh, born late records. Uh, it's, I owned, saw, I saw a picture of that. What is that? Yeah. Place? So it's a heavy metal store, like nothing but heavy metal. It's really fucking awesome. I'm sure he makes um, a lot of money. And I wound up buying only monkeys merchandise. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. I bought the, um, uh, a lighter from the skull from the band, the skull. So, the guy who owns it, it's, his name is Henry Vasquez, and he was playing with the Skull last time I saw them. Um, and he's in the new iteration of the band. Uh, and I, I was talking to him. I was like, "Man, I have pictures and video from that night, and it was the second to last show that Eric Wagner ever played." 
Oh uh, man, that was like what two years ago. Yep. Or so I showed three him years the, ago now. And I'm not gonna. I'll, I'll tell you offline what he told me. Never show me have, these pictures ever again. <laughs> I have video proof of something that's very, very creepy. Uh-oh. Um, yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to get on it. Talk about it here, but okay. Was, when he showed, when he told me that, I'm like, oh wow, that is weird. But uh, good, good, really cool shop. We wanted to go there for a long time, and we stopped by the Abbott Brothers uh, grave on the way back. Abbott Brothers? Should I know who that is? Vinnie Paul and Dimebag Daryl. Oh, man, I never knew that was their last name. Wow. Yeah. Go go figure. Every, every, everyone who's listening to the show is like, you fucking asshole. <laughs> you don't know this shit? And I'm like, no, sorry, I don't know this shit. The last time we had gone to Dimebag's uh, gravesite, it was completely opened, and uh, this is it was years before Vinny actually passed. But apparently, people were coming in there in in um, just graffitiing and shit, which was I'm like, why would you do that? So they fenced it all around. They're just trying to disturb the grave, so he will come and haunt people. So they'll come back. Yeah. Well, maybe. So maybe he, we, so you can shred people to death with this. We need, uh, like, we need them to come back and replace uh, Zach Wild. <laughs> Might be better. Oh, I don't know. The, the, a dead version of Dimebag Daryl is better than a live version <laughs> of <laughs> Zach Wild. Oh, man. Uh, we're going to get into that. I'll talk about seeing Zach Wild live later in the show. Did you see him recently? We did. Oh, yeah. wow. Uh, we'll get into that in a minute. But yeah, uh, if you're in the Dallas, Fort Worth, Arlington area, go check out Born Late Records. It's really cool. You don't have uh, to be born late to go check it out. You do not, uh, and you got to get there early. You don't want to be there born late because you won't get in the store. Uh, what time do they, they close early? Is that what it is? Yeah, we went on we went on a Sunday, so it was like it closed like at five. So uh, we like spent the day with family, and then we were like, okay, let's let's fucking drive over there. Let's get over there. We got minutes to spare. It was worth it though. It was pretty cool. Cool. Um, okay, so i alluded to seeing that wild live and i did uh-huh. uh so i went to the anthrax uh black label society and exodus show a couple weekends ago um which was really really interesting show right we got there uh place with fucking patch we got there as um exodus was about to start ran into our good friend kyler sharp a concert poster extraordinaire and we discussed about him coming on the show soon so we, we need to schedule that and he was premiering his new Anthrax um, artwork that night at the show and uh, got there in time to see Exodus. Um, we went with a good friend of our, Drew. Um, Drew, and, uh, you know, we were on the show floor for the whole Exodus set, but it was, like, really crowded. It was very uncomfortable. So we went outside. It was at the uh, Bayou Music Center, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and we went out to the, the lobby area. We hung out there for a while talking. And then a lady came up to us. She's like, oh, hey, we've opened up the upstairs. Because when we got there, it was just the floor open, right? So she's like, we're like, oh, okay, maybe we'll go grab some seats up there and uh, we'll watch the show. So we went up there and we got seats in the front row towards the, the, like the, the left side, if you're looking at the stage. Uh, and watched the rest of the Black Label Society set. It was maybe, <laughs> I don't know, like eight or nine songs. But like, it, I guess they only have two songs, so they all I, they all sounded the fucking same. Yeah. To me. <laughs> I 
because they all because he only plays like uh like the same riff over and over, over again is that where did the well where did the well that's all he does uh, there was a couple songs that I recognized. Um, I'm like, okay, I know this. Did he, track. did he play Stillborn? He did. That was like one of the last tracks he played. I know that song. I know that song because of Guitar Hero. I know that song. Yeah, that's right. And that's his. He wants so badly to sound like Ozzy, so bad. Um, he played with Ozzy for a very long time. Yeah, he did. Yeah. If you are a Zach Wild Lack Label Society fan. Where Carrie's just shitting all over you right now. No, no, no. It's just not for me. I really liked. Uh, he, 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 he says your music taste is boring. Just, just be I like, honest. No, just, just, no. just be honest. I, I liked I'll be honest Ozzy. for you. And uh, he had a band project early back, way back in the day, called Pride and Glory, which is really cool. Mm. You remember that? No, I have never heard of that. Black Label Society. There's something about them. I just like, oh, okay. It's just not my deal. But is it because every song sounds the same? Um, Maybe. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I, I checked my phone for a while. That's for sure. <laughs> that, um, it's time so to play on your. Were they a headliner or what's the deal? They, they were a co-headliner, so they got to play a lot longer. So who was the Which, other one? Anthrax is the other co-headliner. Oh, gotcha. You were just Which, waiting. Okay, so when Black Label stopped, um, everybody from the like in the middle section upstairs, they sort of like dispersed. So the whole, the front row center upstairs just opened up. We're like, okay, we just moved right there. We didn't feel comfortable enough going back down because it was so crowded. I mean, um, Anthrax, they only got to play 12 songs, right? Um, This is their 40th anniversary tour. This is why I was so hesitant about seeing the show. I'm glad I went. They were uh, fucking amazing. Mm. Um Charlie was back. Everybody was firing on all cylinders. It was a great show. I I just wish that black. I don't. I don't mind that black label played. I just wish they weren't a co-headliner, and they only played six or seven songs and not like eleven or twelve. That would have given more time for Anthrax to play some more tracks. Fortieth um, anniversary tour. They did that. They did that special that streaming thing a couple years ago. It should have been like a song from almost every album. You know what I mean. Mm. They did play only uh, one of the John Bush era songs, which is pretty cool. Uh, I I actually enjoy Belladonna's take on it. It's interesting. Yeah. Um, they probably don't, they played. I mean, they didn't play "I'm the Man." They didn't play a lot of stuff that I was expecting them to, to get into. They played "Metal Thrashing Mad." You didn't check the uh, playlist. I knew. Oh, I knew the set list. Trust uh, me. So I yeah, I don't understand. See, that, that's probably like a topic for another time. Versus what you going to a concert, uh, looking at the set list, and me on another person, I would just I go no checking. Oh, I, I just go to see what they play. I I I am totally about checking out set list beforehand. Why is I, that? I use, you know what I do now? I I will make a playlist of the bands that are playing on a show. And listen to that playlist in preparation. I even did that for this one. <laughs> but why would, I, why would you waste like Elena waste it? But why would you ruin the surprise? I don't know. I like to know. I I, I don't I'm, like. What, I'm just curious. Like what? I is don't it? like surprises. I guess. I mean, <laughs> I have to know the next track they're playing. I guess I want to be the guy that that knows everybody else. Is like, oh, what song they're going to play next? I'm like. Yeah, they're playing Metal Thrashing Mad. It's going to be great. <laughs> you see, I, I would love for you to like go to a show and they not play that song. 
right like just I'm, just throw you for a loop and you're like oh what the fuck bands do that they'll switch out the set list sometimes and i'm like i'll be like oh wait, wait you're supposed to play this song weird al did that when we saw him a few months ago he had a different set list almost every night mm. yeah i so, i really don't uh, i don't do that I, I just go and experience the show for what it is next friday is uh, another show that i'm looking forward to it's Silkandra, uh wolfheart obscura and uh flesh god apocalypse oh wow i've already I've already made a playlist of the <laughs> of the show today already. Is uh, Flesh got a Apocalypse touring with their whole orchestra? Uh, probably not the whole orchestra. Oh, I am. But it's probably that's, on. That's like Jackson. the only really good part of that band, which is it, well, I seen them live. I saw them with Hypocrisy a couple years ago. Yeah, and it, you, there's no live, uh, you know, orchestra, but it's there. It's definitely it's played on a like in the background, but yeah, it would be a lot cooler if they had a whole orchestra though. It would. Uh, this is going to be a good show. I I, I really a big fan of Silkandra. They have a new album coming out like in May. Huge Wolfhard fan. Uh, Obscure. I've never seen live, and I don't really know a lot of their music. But I'm going to, like I said, listen to the set list that I made and, and check them out more. <laughs> but <laughs> okay. All right, all right, man. Well, if we do you, man, as long as you're happy at the show, I, you're not, you're not like you know, gonna be bored at the show. No. Um, and there's a couple other shows coming up too. I think El Elivete is coming soon. I know I'm still on the fence about Hell's Heroes. I would like to go, but uh, I just don't know if I'm going to be able to yet. There's a lot of a lot of stuff coming up. I'm telling you that. Much. I bought tickets to a concert. Did you buy tickets to the Ghost show? I did. I did buy tickets to go see Ghost. Is it Scooby-Doo? What? Every time I think of like Ghost, I'm like, oh, it's like Scooby-Doo. Yeah, we're going to unmask the, the bad guy at the end yeah. of the show. No, uh, Catherine, Catherine really wanted to go, and that was like, uh, they were coming on a weekend, which yep. is awesome. Uh, unfortunately, they're going to Cynthia Woodland. Woods. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, I, I will suck it up to go check them out live for the first time ever. And no first time. Yeah. And, uh, Catherine's like, I don't know. First real metal show, I guess. Really? Yeah. Oh, we went to another concert together and it was, uh, for a band called health. She would call that yeah. metal, but I would, yeah, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't call them metal. I know who they are. They're not bad. I like them quite a bit. And their show is pretty, can get intense, especially in uh, small venues. Yeah, when you jam pack a lot of like you know emo well, nerds, Ghost is not playing a small venue. They're playing they're playing the a very large venue. But for what Dave tells me, they're very theatrical. So yeah. I imagine I think, I think it'll 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 work well there. Last time I saw them was like maybe five years ago when they opened up for Iron Maiden. Oh, cool! Uh, Amana Mars is actually opening up this tour. Right, uh, that'll be fun. Yeah, I, I, I'm very curious what Catherine was going to think about Amana Marth or if we were ever going to get there in time for it. No, you got to get there in time. Gina. <laughs> got to. Do they uh, still come out there with the big Viking ship on the, oh, yeah. on the set? I'm sure. Uh, and there and people in the well at the woodland is going to be in the in the um, in the, the lawn area. People are definitely going to do the Viking rowboat shit. Nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So she's really excited. I'm excited to go. We're gonna be. We we got seats. We are not gonna sit in. The, yeah. I I can't go to the Woodlands uh, Mitchell Pavilion and sit in the lawn. It's just 
too annoying. Okay. Um, yeah, so we're sitting, God, close, but like far off to the like left, I think. Close to the stage, but far to the left. And if I remember correctly, like as long as you're in the close seating area, there's not really a bad seat in, um, in the Woodlands Pavilion. Uh, oh, yeah. Elevete is coming March 27th with Omnium Gatherum and Seven Spires. And then in May, we got a weekend of Hammerfall. So Hammerfall is opening up for Halloween and we're going to Dallas uh, May 13th, which is Saturday. It's not even October. It's not. And um, on that Friday here at the Warehouse Live studio, Hammerfall is doing like a headline show. Cool. So I'm like, oh, twice in one weekend. I am down for that. I really want to go to um, to Austin in uh, April 25th. What's happening there? En- Enslaved and Insomnium. Two of my favorite bands right now. and uh, But it's a Tuesday. I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it. Really sucks. Yeah, why do I, I guess they don't have a choice, and it's probably like the cheapest they can book the venue for. But sure, I don't know. If it was a Friday, I would definitely be be driving there after work. I'd just, just go. I, I I really want to see the show, but the problem is, it's like I have to work the day the day of the show, and then like I can't. I'm too old to to to, to not stay in a hotel that night. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. I'm way too old for that shit. <laughs> I'd have to take another day off of work the next day. It's just so much. I don't know. All right. Well. So there's that. There's that. And we're excited for concerts. Yeah. Man, between you and my wife, you guys are going to a lot of concerts. Why? Who's she going to see? Well, she went to go see Lizzo when she came. Okay. Uh, And she's going to go see Taylor Swift next month. Okay. Yeah, and then she's uh going Kate to Adolf Whitler. <laughs> and then she's going to see Ghost in September. So she's not going to see the new kids at the uh at the rodeo. Uh, I don't think so. She hasn't uh, mentioned it. She might. I know she's in she's in that '90s stuff, right? '80s, '90s, whatever. I mean, from. do you know somebody who's not into the new kids in the block? Uh, yeah. Who? Me. Come on now. Oh, oh, nope. oh. Oh, oh, oh! I see you shifting your shoulders in there. There you go. Yeah, you ain't seeing shit right now. Yeah, man. Banging my head is what I'm doing. <laughs> uh, you play been playing any games recently? I have. Uh, I bought the. Uh, I pre-ordered the Hogwarts game when it got announced. So, yeah. uh, so that's all I've been playing. I put God of War on pause so I can play Hogwarts. How far are you? uh not too too far i think i played about 10 hours total since much way farther than me yeah uh since the game came out i just got the ability to fly around in my broom oh so i'm flying around and i'm catching cool beasts and stuff i think i'm only a couple hours in because i just went to hogsmeade for the first time oh yeah that's like the first thing you do in the game yeah so i'm very early in the game yeah uh, I mean, I know a lot of people are upset about it and, you know, people are totally allowed to feel how they feel. I'm not going to stop them and I'm not going to complain about it, but I'm enjoying the fuck out of the game. And I think it's really cool. Uh, I, I know what you're talking about and I was on the fence about buying the game because of that. Um, but I, I, I know the game was supposed to be really good and I wanted to support the developers and the people that worked on the game. Yeah. So, 
So what we did personally, this is not something anybody has to do, but we took, we bought the game and we donated $50 to the Montrose Center, which is for LGBTQ uh, research. And it's like a, like a house here in Houston. So it's like you bought the game twice. Sort of, but <laughs> you know, we, uh, we felt good about it. You know what I mean? Absolutely. At the end of the day, that's all that really matters. Yeah, like I said, we're not, we're not. Uh, I'm not faulting anybody for playing it or not playing it or any kind of opinions, but uh, that just you know, I, I, the game is great. It's really, really good. Yeah, you know what I, I really dig about it is like the the game is not without faults now, but yeah. it's such a good strong build as it is, which only makes me uh, hopeful uh, for the sequel, which most definitely will there will be one. Oh yeah. They'll have a uh, what's the name of the game? Um, the the football style game, soccer game. Quidditch. Quidditch. There's yeah. no Quidditch in this game. Not not yet. I, I guarantee you, there'll be like a DLC later where they're like, "Hey, get game. away! Guess what? There's a Quidditch DLC that we've been hiding in there." Yeah, they're going to. Yeah, it just makes sense. This can be brought to you by EA Sports. <laughs> Well, you know, Warner Brothers and EA Sports do work hand in hand. True. EA Sports is not in the game. <laughs> it's, it's on a broom. <laughs> it's on a broom. Yeah, the game, I mean, the game runs uh, pretty well on the Xbox. Um, I've had a few. Oh, you're playing on the Xbox. Yeah, I've had a few uh, frame rate issues here and there. but oh, really? Yeah, not, not nothing really to take you out of it, but the... The gameplay is actually really satisfying. For the the um, I haven't got a lot into the, it. But. The combat, if you once you start getting into the combat, I think the combat is some of the best combat I've seen in this style of game in, sure. a, in a very long time. Um, and it's not very often where I go like, man, this RPG, great combat. I don't think I've ever said that in a sentence before. Um. I don't know. I really dig it. Um, I will say, though, like if you try to change the pitch of your character's voice, uh, it gets really artificial sounding. So just change. Yeah, you can. Oh, the voice. Yeah, you can adjust the pitch of the voice of the I character. You his, I thought you said their waist. No, their voice. Like, okay. Yes. Okay, that's weird. Um, okay. And also, I kind of wish they would have had more body types uh, for mm. the characters. I, I didn't feel represented. Yeah, well, I mean, you could have had long hair and a beard and different different colors and all which way. I try to get I try to get the closest version of myself that I would have looked like at fifteen. That's what I picked. because uh, that's how little, that's how old you are, right, in the game. Something like that, yeah. Like uh, a bunch of things, like a fifth year. Yeah, student. I'm like, he's a fifth year. Well, what does that, mean? that means he's would have been there for five years when he's transferred. So is it like taking college early in high school or something? What's or he's taking advanced classes to or taking classes to catch up to be okay. up with the fifth graders. The fifth year students, fifth year students. Yeah. Uh, all that's confusing to me still. <laughs> uh, you should watch more Harry Potter, sir. <laughs> uh, I'm good. <laughs> I've seen him once. I'm, I'm good. Oh, so bad. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's it is a good game though. Um, I've actually I've been playing a couple of games on 
um, my Xbox though, um, came out, I guess last week or so, uh, shadow warrior three. Mm. It's on game pass. Oh my God. That game is very fast paced doom style, uh, shooter game, but fucking funny as hell. Um, and just filled with all kinds of like pop culture references, like everywhere. Star Wars references, Game of Thrones, and it's pretty fun. Um, I think it's produced uh, by who's it made by Devolver. It's published by Devolver, who I love. Devolver Digital. Yeah, they they make like, they make fun games for sure. They make the best uh, E3 press conferences for sure. <laughs> love them. Yeah, I've. Uh, we are not sponsored by them, but we, we are like, not. We would like. But to we be. would like to be. Yeah, that'd be fine. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, if you have Game Pass, definitely check out Shadow Warriors Three. It's it's really fun, um, and it's really fucking funny, and it actually looks really really good. Um, what else have I been playing? Um, uh, let's see. Uh, I downloaded Atomic Heart, but I haven't played it yet because I went to go play it last night. The hell's after that? Downloading it. it it's a. It's a first-person shooter set in like an alternate u- history, nineteen fifties or forties Russia. Oh, cool! Um, like it's very Wolfenstein much kind of deal. Yeah, it's supposed to be like more like like a Bioshock style uh, alternate history game thing. Okay, but I went to go. I downloaded it and I went to go play it last night, and it's like, oh, there's an upgrade update, twelve gigs. I'm like, oh, fuck, already? I haven't even played the damn game yet, so <laughs> I haven't got to play it yet. Yeah, it right. looks fun. I'm excited for it. Cool. Uh, I did buy a couple of Switch games this past weekend. Man, how do you make time for so many games? Uh, they're both remasters. That, does that count? I guess I don't know, but you still make you ha- you play more games than anyone else I know. That's okay. No, that's not true. It's um, true. I play more games, but I play. Let's see, I play a lot of games, but not more. Does that make sense? Mm, out of everyone I talk to on a regular basis, you're the one friend I have who plays games way more than anyone else. Oh, well, that's their, that's their problem, not mine. Oh, it's true. It's neither this or that, but I'm just curious <laughs> where you carve out the time because I assume you're just as busy as the rest of us. I am. That's why I said I play a lot of games, but not more. Mm, okay. You know what I mean? Sure. Um so yeah, Kirby Return to Dreamland. I love the Kirby series. They're a lot of fun. They're just they're uh just mindless, just really fun games. There's a new term going around, especially for a lot of Switch games. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of the term cozy games? Like Animal Crossing? Yeah, that type of stuff. Uh-huh. Just like moving games and like the power wash simulator, that type of stuff is just they call them cozy games for some reason because they're just like it doesn't take a lot of effort to play. Yeah, I'm like, all right. Uh, my wife actually watches some girl on YouTube who just talks about cozy gaming. Okay, it's a different uh, different area different. era we live in. And I also was able to get a copy of Metroid Prime Remastered. Pre-ordered it from GameStop like the day it came out. Uh, the the pre-orders came out. It's like impossible to find right now. They said they're going to make more. But people are like already selling that shit on eBay and for like a hundred bucks. <laughs> it's like only a forty dollar game, you know. Yep. But I love the Metroid series. I haven't played Prime since it first came out on the Wii, so it's been a long time. 
All right. And it looks good. That's all I'm saying. Metroid Prime remastered because it's been remastered, I guess. Yeah. That would go with the title of the game, yes. I know. <laughs> oh, and uh, since the last time, we've been playing Dead Space Remastered. Oh, cool. You ever play that game? Uh, I can't remember if it was Dead Space 1 or Dead Space 2, but I've definitely played mm. one of them. Did, did I can't remember. Did they ever do a 3? They might have done a Part 3, right? I don't know. It sort of got out of hand at that point, but yeah. I remember, I remember playing it on my Xbox 360 at one point. Yep. Are you playing anything else besides the Hogwarts? No, that's about it. That's about that. And last game before that was God of War. And well, I need to finish that too. Yeah, I haven't. I, I put it on pause, but I, I'm having too much fun in the Wizarding World. Of uh, I have a spring break coming up in a couple weeks, so I might just play some video games. There you go. Even though I got a fucking. Uh, <laughs> I got uh, jury duty during my spring break. Oh, that's lame. Like, really? <laughs> He's like, hey, you know what? I can't make it, guys. Sorry. Right. I'm on spring break. I'll be out of town. There you go. Good. Good. Reschedule it so you can do it during school or during that's your right. uh, work period. Um, you've been watching anything, any new TV shows recently? Cause I do um, want to talk about the last of us. Yeah. I've been watching last of us, but I haven't caught the last episode that just came out this the past, from last night. Yeah. Sunday, this past Sunday. So the one last night was basically, do you remember the DLC, um, left behind with the left behind was Ellie the young girl with her girlfriend. They were in the mall and all that. Yeah. That's what that episode was. That's what I kind of figured from the uh, preview yeah. that they played at the end of the week before. Yep, it was really good, really, really good. They really fleshed out some story beats and things like that. And no pun intended, fleshed out. You know, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. Uh, I've been watching. Uh, well, no, hold on. Let's go back to Last of Us. Yeah, Let's... I've just been watching that, and then I've uh, last uh, last week tonight started. So I've been watching that. Oh yeah, yeah last of us week tonight yep yeah yeah they get a nice little push because they come on right after last of us so that's true they do um so let i want to go back to last of us so you've played the games right yes what do you think of the series so far i think it's great i think it's a good adaptation um i think uh they do uh, a really good job of ripping from the games when it's necessary but expanding yeah. when it's when it's uh, pertinent to the story and they're cutting out all the the uh, fluff from the games and and uh going full hog on the story right do we need two episodes of them scavenging for yeah items or yeah or like killing a whole bunch of like people so they can get across the river or whatever they haven't well yeah yeah they did that in, in the show yeah uh, sort of, but not really. Not to an extent like you would play True. in the games. In the games, it's like a an hour of you trying to like <laughs> sneakily get through the buildings and go down into the subway and out. Yep. Uh, way way less clickers than I expected it to be. But I think that be- that's fine because they should be treated something special in the show, and that's why. When we saw the bloater a couple of weeks ago, uh, it was like a really, yeah. like a really special thing, and it was a key story moment, right in the in the the street there, yeah, in the neighborhood there. There was a shit ton of cr- uh, clickers there. It was pretty cool. Yeah, there was a couple of clickers in that for sure. 
That was it's it's been a really really good show. Um, I I, I uh, a lot of people have like talked shit about some of the episodes because they're whatever. I'm not going to get into that. But are you talking? Um, are you talking about the uh, episode with? Uh, yeah, number, episode number three with Ron Swanson. Even, what's his name? Yep, uh, Offerman. Offer Nick Offerman's uh, character. I thought that was, was a beautiful episode. I, it was I, a it's totally well done episode. Yeah, I teared but, up. Uh, when it happened, I was like, this is what happened in the game. No. Oh, this is definitely not what happened in the game. The <laughs> the the guy who played his uh, boyfriend. He's from the White uh, Lotus, by the way. White Lotus, yeah. yeah. A bunch of different stuff. He's when been, he came on, I was like, hey, that's that guy. Yeah. I pulled the Leonardo DiCaprio meme. <laughs> Sitting on the couch. <laughs> yeah, pretty, that guy. yeah, it's that guy. <laughs> I mean, the show has been really, 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 really good. Um, but I mean, I, that's what happens when you have the guy who created the video game involved with the show. Yeah, he's uh, co-written and co-produced, and I think he directed an episode or two. He directed the one, I believe, this week. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, cool. Um, I'm just curious. Yeah. Because if I was HBO and I was putting money into this... um. And I don't know this for sure, but it seems like they're going to burn through the whole game in season one. Um. Okay. Yeah. Does it not seem that way to you? Maybe. I mean, but they're not going, it, they are following the plot of the game mostly, but I mean, there's definitely, that's why I like these bottle episodes where, they spent a whole episode on Nick Offerman. Yeah. Okay. His character. You know? So okay. far there's been, I, I haven't seen last week's, but I already know what it is, but mm-hmm. there's only been two bottle episodes so far. Um, and there's only nine episodes a season. Yeah. Uh, was originally supposed to be 10, but then they cut off an episode. No, really? I don't know why, but they cut off an episode somewhere. Hmm. Uh, and if you played the games, which I don't know how many people have, but there are everybody has, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, but there everybody who's like, ever owned a PlayStation three or four, where they're at in the show, it's like mm-hmm. a good chunk of the game. I want to say yeah. like seventy or eighty percent of the game has been told already. Um, maybe. Um, there's there's definitely. They can do a lot of flashback stuff, and but to what end? And to, to tell it, it that, I don't know. none of that serves the story. But do you think they could? I mean, with the guy who created it, Neil Druckmann's involved, they could tell other stories in the universe, even with the characters that weren't part of the game plot, because they they have the guy that created the video game involved. I think that's different than a lot of other properties like that like game of thrones they sort of like went off the deep end because they there was like no more books you know what i mean they're like that's not why the show went off the deep end but okay there is many reasons but okay i'm just saying as back to my original point uh they're burning through a lot of material and i know they already got approved for a second season and last of us 2 the video game is a very long game yeah it's a super fucking long game. So that just means that this show cannot be more than three seasons. Mm. That's just where I'm getting at. Like, if you're, if I was HBO, I'm only making a three season commitment. I guess. I don't know. I'm. 
It's a good question. <laughs> and then like, well, Pedro Pascal, the busiest man in Hollywood, has definitely made at least a two-season commitment. This season already in the books, and they got one more for sure. And Mandalorian comes out uh, this week. Yeah, Wednesday. Wednesday, yeah, already. Yeah. I'm like, it comes out March 1st. I'm like, oh, shit, that's this week. <laughs> yeah. How is that possible? Yeah, time flies, man. Man. Anyway, um, uh, Last of Us, it's great. Uh, I'm still not sold on Ellie, the girl playing Ellie. Oh, I like her. Eh, she's fine. Uh, there's times I really like Pedro Pascal and there's times I go, man, he's not Joel to me, but overall, I think it's pretty good. I don't think he's trying to be exactly Joel. No, I, I, I understand. I'm glad for that. I understand that. And for him to, to behold himself to, uh, play the character mm-hmm. exactly the same would be unfair for me to ask. I just, yeah the emotional beats hit me harder when I was playing the game for Joel versus watching Joel portray the emotional beats with the exception uh, when he was starting to have panic attacks in the last episode that I watched, I thought that was some of the best acting I've seen Pedro Pascal ever do. And a lot of the memes coming out from that already. Yeah. It's been really fun time seeing the memes. So uh, I remember on the last episode we talked about, I talked about the first episode of poker face and you asked me what I thought about it. Yeah. And, and I wasn't sure yet. Um, Is that right? I fucking love that show. Oh, it's a great show. I've only watched two episodes. Oh, but really? I, yeah. I'm totally caught up. I'm, I'm like, I Jones for like the next episode every week. I'm like, Oh, I need, I need more. There's something yeah. about that show. It's just so well done. And, she's so charismatic on that show and it's the way they it's like the the murder of the week but you already know what's happening before she does and you're with her on the journey as she figures it figures it out yeah because part of the fun is her figuring it out yeah Yeah. it's like the old it's like the old 70s and 80s shows that are that style well uh ryan johnson pretty much uh admitted like this is his uh murder she wrote slash columbo show that he had in his mind for a while there you go it's pretty great uh something about her i used to like get annoyed with her voice but no it still gets annoying from time to time i i'm digging it right now i'm like all right i I mean i i I get it i dig it it's cool and but she her voice is annoying i just want to ask her like how many packs of cigarettes do you smoke a day (laughs) yeah uh, great guest stars. Great. Everything has been pretty great. There's been a couple of like the race car one was okay. I don't know if you've gotten that far, but I've only seen the first two. I don't okay. remember a race car thing. Yeah. You might have, you haven't got that far yet, but there's some, the, uh, the senior citizens home one is pretty fantastic. Mm. Some good stuff coming up. It's a really good show. Cool. Uh, I've also been watching shrinking. Have you watched that? I've watched the first episode of that. Another damn good show. Uh, uh, yeah, I liked it. Uh, I liked it, uh, way more than I thought I was going to. Mm-hmm. And Harrison Ford's in it. So it's more of a yep. pull in for me. So, and it's, uh, created by Jason Siegel and Bill Lawrence, who did scrubs, scrubs and a yeah. bunch of other things. And, uh, with Brett Goldman, go, uh, the, the Goldstein or gold, gold, gold something. Yeah. From he, uh, Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, I didn't know that. But speaking to Lessa, that's supposed to be starting soon, I think. Yep. I probably a new trailer came out. I haven't watched it yet, though. I try not to watch trailers for that show specifically because mm. I already know I'm in the bag. I don't need to be sure. sold on the show. Exactly. But you know a trailer that actually sold me on it? What's that? 
there's a movie coming out called Sisu. Sisu? It's uh, John Wick kills a bunch of Nazis, basically. <laughs> I think in, it's semi-based on a true story, but yeah. yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's a pretty cool-looking uh, movie. Uh, it looks super violent, which is yeah, what I'm violent. excited for. And the dog survives so far. As far as we know. There's right. a yeah, they, they, they make you make it known in the trailer that the dog is going to survive. Maybe. We don't know that for sure. It's pretty great though. I mean anytime they're killing Nazis, I'm down for it. <laughs> in in weird and wild creative ways. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I'm very excited. It looks a lot of fun. Um there's a couple of movies coming out that I'm excited for, so Yeah, what else? Um, there's this, uh, gosh, now I have to pull up my list. Give me two seconds and I'll tell you. Um, I saw a trailer for this movie that, you know, not everyone's going to be super jazzed about, but I'm really in for is, um, uh, are you there? God, it's me, Margaret. Uh, like the, like the book. Yes. It's, It's based on the book, but they made it into a movie and, uh, it looks fucking funny and sweet and awesome. The answer is no. <laughs> God is not there. Sorry to disappoint you. Uh, and then I saw a trailer for another movie called Polite Society. And uh, it looks really awesome. It's like a uh, this Indian girl. She wants to be a stunt, uh, a stunt woman and stunt coordinator. And uh, her sister, who's like her best friend, is getting married. And she doesn't trust the husband to be and finds him to be very dubious. So she and her friends investigate. And uh, it's uh, very stylized, very fun. It looks like a good coming of age story with uh, ridiculous fun action, like very Scott Pilgrim-esque action. Uh, That's almost the same plot line as Cocaine Bear. Is it really? Almost. Almost. It's ups- it's upset about its sister getting married. Yeah. There's a bunch did, of cocaine at the party. Did you, what, did wedding you see uh, I have not bear? seen Cocaine oh, Bear okay. yet. I really want to, though. Gotcha. Okay. Didn't, you went to a movie recently, right? I did. I went yesterday with my wife. Uh, it was her turn to pick the movie. And it wasn't and Cocaine Bear? It was not Cocaine Bear as much oh, as I asked wow. her to pick Cocaine Bear. Um, cause I was told, I was telling her cocaine bear is here to save the movie theaters. <laughs> it was here to take the baton after avatar and she wasn't willing to go on that trip. Um, I, 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 I saw the new magic Mike movie. That's what I saw. I forgot. There, wait a minute. There is a new magic Mike movie and it's already out. It's been out, I think for like a few weeks. Oh, well. This is like the last week it's in theaters. So, which is why she wanted to go see it. Is it um, Marky Mark Wahlberg? No, it's uh, Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum, that's right. Yeah, Mark Wahlberg. Actually, surprisingly, Mark Wahlberg has not been in these movies, which, right? you know, he should have been. He needs to get a new agent, apparently. Well, I mean, what is he, like 50-something? Yeah. He, he can't keep up with these hot, sexy men. The Channing Tatum is pretty funny, I mean. No, he's not funny. Not in this movie, but. I mean, okay. <laughs> I think there's other people that are funny and therefore make him funny. What what uh, what even is the plot on the sequel to Magic Mike? Well, the second one is a wait, road trip movie. Whoa, 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 wait a minute. This isn't the second one? No, this is the third one. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's called Magic Mike's Last Dance. 
And uh, it's starring Selma Hayek and Channing Tatum. Selma Hayek. Yeah. Selma Hayek's there, pretty, pretty hot in it. Is there, is there uh, flamenco dancing? There's a lot of dancing in this movie. Is there a last dance? I mean, there is one at the end of the movie. Yeah, there is a last okay. dance. That makes a lot of sense. It does. I mean, <laughs> the the name of the movie did not lie. No, it did not. Steven Don't Soderbergh fall. directed this one. He also what? directed the first one. Steve, I forgot about that. Yeah. Although, to be fair, the first one and the third one are the worst movies in the Magic Mike franchises. The second one's still the best. Well, like it's the Empire Strikes Back of the Magic Mike trilogy. Yeah, the the Magic Mike saga. It's <laughs> number two is the best. Wait, wait don't call it a saga because that means there's going to be more of them. I, you know, there should be. But maybe oh, okay. I don't know. We need, we'll to, be- we need to find out what happened happened to uh, fucking. Fucking what's his face from the first one? Who's was Manganiello in it? Man, he has a brief appearance, uh, but he was in the first and second one. Too busy playing D and D, apparently. I guess so. He had like a Zoom appearance in the movie. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, the guy who's in Doom Patrol is also in the movies. Who plays uh, the bandage guy in Doom Patrol? Brendan Fraser. No, that is the robot. I know. Doom Patrol. It's the other guy who was in that USA show White Collar, I believe. Uh, Matt Bomber? Matt Bomber. Yeah. That's right. That's his He name. was in the first one too, wasn't he? He was in the second one and first one. Oh. Well, I've yeah. only seen the first one. Well, you're missing out. You should watch the second one. And then if you want, you can watch the third one. I, I think I'm going to be okay. I mean, it was okay. It's not a terrible movie. Like, um... I get the appeal, although you would think with all the, like the rage and hoopla people have been saying about it, that it would be more scandalous and more risque. Let me, let me me guess here. Did, uh, they were dancing, uh, the magic Mike people were dancing at a a men's only club that was going under. They had to do a fundraiser to make enough money to keep it open. That would have been a better plot for the first movie. If that was actually, Oh no, no, the third movie is, uh, Pandemic times hit Magic Mike really hard, and he had to shut down his furniture business. And uh, he is now part-time bartender while trying to figure it out when he gets hired by Sema Hayek, who's heard of his Magic Mike proudness. And he gives her a dance, a lap dance that changes her life. And she plucks him from obscurity and says, you're going to create a show for me in london and it's gonna be amazing it sounds like welcome to chippendales kind of yeah all right anyway i mean it's neither it's not great it's not terrible uh i still think it's only slightly better than the first one but not as good as the second one i saw a movie like that too yeah it was called ant-man and the wasp quantumania <laughs> Oh, that's sad. I actually really enjoy the Ant Man first and second movie. So I, I do too. I really, I, I don't think. Here's what I'm going to say about it, and I'm not a hater. I enjoyed the movie. I had a good enough time watching it. It's not my favorite Marvel movie. I think it was a necessary one to make at this moment. Um, I liked necessary it necessary one to make. It, Why is it necessary? Because it's pushing. It's pushing into the new. Uh, the new movies coming up. 
Um, yeah, but like, no, just, well, I'm so, I'm so tired just of go with me, movies all right? setting up the next movie. Uh, that was part of the major problem with uh, almost every single Phase Four movie. Yep. Um, so I mean, Kang the Conqueror is like the main baddie in in this uh, very Star Wars esque movie. The uh, quantum realm, the people living there, and the cities and all that. It's very much like Star Wars Coruscant, maybe. Okay. It's weird. Um, it's no longer like those weird shapes that they showed in so the those, first movie. Though they're there, but there's whole civilizations that are there too. Okay. Like Chidi is there. Oh, cool. Uh, I was like, oh, I didn't know he was in this movie. That's cool. He has like um, mental powers. I'm like, okay, that's cool. Um, they should I have mean, picked him to play Modok. Right. Okay. He has the face for it. Mo the, all right, I'm a huge fan of Modok. I I they should have left the the screen on the the mask. I was like, okay, that doesn't look that bad. But as soon as the mask came off, I'm like, oh, it just it doesn't look good. And the plot line of who Modok is was didn't really work for me. Hmm. Do you know the story? Uh, isn't he not a scientist with a very large head? No. It, it, do you want me to tell you? It's a spoiler. Are you telling me the story of Modok from the comics or the no, movie? No, from the movie. Oh, sure. I don't care. So, Modok in the movie, do you remember at the end of the first Ant-Man movie when he was fighting Yellow Jacket and Yellow Jacket got sucked into the quantum realm? Oh, it's it him? It's him. Oh. Why does his face look so weird and distorted? Because Kang fucked him up somehow. And, and tur- he turned him into a, like a human toe is what he looks like in all the images. It looks like a toe with a face on it. And uh, I, I'm going to spoil this a little bit, but there was a line in the movie where he was he was being bit, a bit of a dick. Who? Uh, Modok, as you as you do, uh, if your name is you're you're a, you know you're designed for killing. You're going to yeah. be a dick, right? You're going to be an asshole. Machine only designed for killing. So yeah, and. Uh, Cassie Lang, whatever her name is in that movie, uh, she's like, "Don't be a dick." Then he stops being a dick. I was like, "Okay, all right." I was like, "All right, that was all right." I haven't seen the movie yet, so I can't really talk to it. Uh, I know at length, but I mean, uh, I haven't had the urge to go see it. It's a fun. It's a fun enough movie. It's uh. I don't think it was Ant-Man and the Wasp. It wasn't Ant-Man enough. They didn't let Paul Rudd be enough of Paul Rudd in this movie. Um, I, I thought that Jonathan Is it because Major, they're too busy setting up for the next movie? <laughs> yes and no. I thought Jonathan Majors as Kang was actually really... He was really He's a really good actor. He was really, really good in the movie. Um, Jonathan Majors is great in everything he's yeah, in. Yeah, I just don't think the plot was quite up to where it could have been. Um, and, and that's not to say that it was a good movie. It wasn't a bad movie. It was just, it was a movie. It was there. It was a Marvel <laughs> movie um, that could have probably been a, I don't know. I don't know about a TV series, but it, it does set up a lot of things for the future MCU. So there is that. Okay. So that being said, are you excited for the future movies? I guess I'm, um, some I'm excited for the new guardians. I think that's going to be very good. 
uh, they moved the Marvels back to like November, uh, which I think is fine because like you don't want them too close together. Um, well, from what I understand, uh, Kevin Feige is like dialing it down like hardcore. They, they, well, they had all that free time, all that space open during the pandemic, you know, all of 2020 mostly. And then it's like, oh, we have all the shit. We got to get out there, throw it out there. Um, and there's a there's an article that I read that the reason why Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantumania doesn't look that great, which there's parts of it where you're like, oh, that the the CGI could be better. There was an article about one of the guys CGI uh, guys that got hired to work on the movie said all their a lot of the assets, a lot of the money got moved from Quantumania to uh, Wakanda Forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Wakanda and, Forever. And- the, it doesn't, doesn't matter. That movie was also terrible too. Wakanda so. Forever looked fantastic, but it was not a did, good movie. Did it look fantastic? There, it looked good. Did you see the, the suit design? Okay, the suit design. I didn't. Yeah, the that the was I, the Ironheart thing looked terrible. The uh, Blue Angel, whatever the fuck those things. Oh are yeah, supposed I forgot to be. about them. The fucking Navi looking people. <laughs> I've only watched it once, uh, and, and I haven't gone back to it. I was, I was, I mean, I'm not a. We've talked about it. I'm not a big Shuri fan, so I'm not a fan of, of of the character, and I'm not a fan of the actress. So yeah, that's what that movie was. It was her movie, and I was like, eh, sort of. I sort guess of. it was two movies battling each other out in the movie. <laughs> yeah, I agree on that one. <laughs> um, another movie that I I started watching on on was it Paramount or one of those. Is Babylon? I haven't seen it yet. I've uh, I have it on my uh, my watch list. I've been it's a three hour movie. I've been wanting to watch it, but every time I sit down, I'm like, Ugh, I don't have time to commit to this right now. I so. didn't know it was so long. I'm like an hour into it. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, I paused it. I'm like, oh, there's two more hours of the shit. Yeah, it's some. There's some weird, uh, interesting things in that movie. Like the first 15, 20 minutes is like this weird orgy. I hear I, I don't don't spoil it for me, but no. I've heard this movie is like pure cinema gold right up until the last twenty minutes of the movie, and then it just kind of like takes a big shit on itself. Uh, I think it starts off taking a big shit on itself. Well, and not in a figurative sense, but in a literal sense. Not not in a literal sense, but in a figurative sense. Okay, because there's a there's a literal- there's an elephant scene that I'm very well aware that people have talked about a lot. Yes, there's a yes. literal takes a shit on itself in the first yeah, five yeah. minutes. But that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about no. the story and the, the momentum of the movie. Just yeah. I'm, o- I'm only hour ish into it. And oh, okay. It, uh, I mean, you know me, I like movies about the making of other movies, but it's, it's but this just is so, like a whole golden era coming to an end. Yeah. Right? But it's so over the top. Everybody, all the characters are unbelievable over the top. Um, it's just weird. I don't know. I'll finish it, but you'll finish it, but but no, <laughs> not the best movie I've seen this year. Oh, it looks pretty great to me. I'm excited to check it out. Do you want to talk about any of the SAG wards, which was last night? I didn't know it was a SAG wards about last night. So we were watching. <laughs> uh, we're wa- we're watching something on on TV, and wife is like, "Are the SAG awards tonight?" I'm like. I don't know. Maybe they were streaming on YouTube, Netflix on YouTube for some weird reason, <laughs> but uh, we can go through some of the winners real quick and maybe that'll correspond to our 
Oscar picks, maybe. Sure. Um, outstanding performance. Well, let's start at the bottom. Um, because it just does TV and movies, so which is even cooler. Um, let's see here. Outstanding action performance by a stunt ensemble in a television series was Stranger Things. Okay. Uh, outstanding performance. I'm just, I'm not going to say that for every time. Uh, female actor in a television movie was Jessica Chastain in George and Tammy. Uh, male actor in a television movie or series was Sam Elliott in 1883. I want to see uh, Blackbird. I looked at that looks pretty interesting. Blackbird. Blackbird has Taron Egerton, Paul Walter Hauser, a bunch of people. Uh, oh, that's a TV show on uh, Apple Plus. Yeah, it's like well, they call it a limited series, whatever. Um, outstanding performance by a female actor in a comedy. Uh, Jean Smart from Hacks. Then she's winning everything. She's in um, Babylon. You need to tell her to stop winning everything. Male actor in a comedy series. Jeremy Allen White, the Bear. I've seen one or two episodes and I enjoyed it, but he beat Martin Short, Steve Martin, Bill Hader, and Anthony Kerrigan for that category. I must tell you something. It must be really good. Okay. Uh, Ensemble in a comedy series was Abbott Elementary. My wife watches that show. She likes it quite a bit. We've watched a few here and there. It's okay. I mean, it doesn't seem bad about it at all. Uh, It's not not for me. I I don't enjoy that show. Female actor. She loves that show. Female actor in a drama, Jennifer Coolidge from The White Lotus. All right. Uh, yeah. Outstanding performance by a male actor in a drama series, Jason Bateman from Ozark. <laughs> I agree on that one. He was really good. I didn't but he, enjoy that show. He beat out Adam Scott, Bob Odenkirk, Jeff Bridges, and Jonathan Banks. Okay. All right. Ensemble in a drama series was The White Lotus. Uh, okay. Outstanding action performance by a stunt ensemble in a motion picture. That's a fucking long title. <laughs> well, that's uh, the SAG words for you. Avatar, The Way of Water, The Batman, Black Panther, or Top Gun, or The Woman King. Guess which one won? Not The Woman King. Nope. I don't know. Top Gun, Maverick. Oh, yeah. Outstanding performance by a female actor in a supporting role. Jamie Lee Curtis, everything, everywhere, all at once. Oh, good for her! Yeah, she beat out. Has she ever won before? Well, I don't know. I I mean, it doesn't really matter. I don't know. Uh, Outstanding performance by male actor in a supporting role. Ki Hu Kwan. Oh, there you go. Ki Ki Kwan or something like that. Ki Hu Kwan. His uh, his speech was really moving too. At the SAG Awards. Yeah, man. You watch it online. He's going to wreck shop when it comes to the Oscar time. And he's just going to become the busiest man in Hollywood after this. He already made a comment. He's like, I want to do a short round movie. Like, <laughs> you can do whatever the fuck you want now, dude. I'm yeah, sorry. like now he's written his own ticket. Uh, outstanding performance by a female actor in a leading role. Michelle Yeoh. Good for her. I'm, yeah. that's just, I think this is just kind of telling what's going to happen during the Oscars. Yep. It's it's the year of, uh, of Asian actors, basically, which is great. Uh, outstanding performance by male actor in a leading role. So we had Austin Butler from Elvis, Colin Farrell, Bill Nye, the science guy. Okay. The other Bill Nye, uh, Adam Sandler <laughs> and Brendan Fraser. 
gonna guess Brendan Fraser. Ding ding ding! Oscar yeah. winner, I'm sure. Yeah, possibly more than likely. And outstanding performance by a cast in a motion picture with Babylon, The Banshee, The Venetian, The Fablemans, Woman Talking, Everything Everywhere All at Once. Which one? Everything Everywhere All at Once. Yep. And yeah. James James Hong did like the uh, the the speech. The guy is 94 years old. Wow. Yeah. You know my you know the weird story of meeting him at work one day. <laughs> yeah, he came after I got fired, which was some bullshit. He, well, I don't think he planned it on purpose. He did. He planned it on purpose. He I called think. he called the boss and he's like, Hey, did George get fired yet? They're like, Yeah, you're good. Come on over. Yeah, he's gone. Please come in. <laughs> he won't harass you about Big Trouble Little China anymore. Just come on in. He did sign the poster that you had there. I, I know. That's I don't know where that poster went to. It's someone's office. Uh, yeah. Uh, I think that's it for, for, for that. All right. Um, I mean, I mean, that is very telling of what's coming up for the Oscars. I think. Absolutely. It should definitely, uh, kind of paint a good picture for you. Yeah. I kind of shows that, uh, we're more right than wrong about the Oscar picks then. Uh, I believe so. We'll have to go back and listen to what we, we chose, but, or, or better yet, our listeners can go back and listen for us. Yeah, that's true. Uh, you had something you wanted to talk about before. Well, we, uh, I, you know, I, wanna, I I have something for George Hates Metal, and we have to w- tickle our geek. But uh, let's let's get into what you wanted to talk about. Well, I came across this really interesting uh, article, uh, and it's like making a lot of news, and you know, being the uh, fans that we are about this kind of stuff, I thought it would be pertinent to kind of just at least bring up and talk about. And it's the uh, the new Florida rule of DeSantis taking uh, Disney World self-governing rule away. Uh, so we're going here? I mean... We can. Would we not be, you know, the theme park uh, aficionados as you are if we don't talk about it? That's true. Um, I am not a fan of, <laughs> of fucking Ron DeSantis. So, um, <laughs> I mean, man, that's, that might be your next president you're talking about there. So I just, don't care. Choose your words. <laughs> um, so the whole deal is Disney World set up this self-governing um, call the Reedy Creek uh, district, right? They uh, they took care of all the roads. They took care of their own fire department. Blah blah blah. Here and this, all that, all this kind of stuff. And this is so they wouldn't tax the city of Orlando's services when it Correct. comes to them needing stuff Correct. because of their their park or their property being so large. Right, and they wanted it all to be self sufficient and not have to pull from taxpayers and all this kind of stuff. And well, so much for that. Uh. The articles that I've been reading is Ron DeSantis took away uh, the Reedy Creek district because he was upset with Disney for speaking up against his don't say gay whole thing that he did. Mm. Um, so it felt like it felt like payback. Um, he wanted he wants the, the state of Florida to control more of Disney is what he wanted because he's like, oh, you're going to talk shit to me. Look what I'm going to do to you. Well, look what I can do. And yeah, that's, I that think that's what happened. He basically said during a press event, there's a new sheriff in town and accountability will be the order of the day. 
So what do you think this means? And what do we go from here, I guess? is uh... Well, there's nowhere to go. I mean, unless it gets vetoed or recalled, I'm not really sure how that works, but he, what he was doing, he was basically tightening his control his, over what Disney, what he, the, the state of Florida, he wants the state of Florida to have more control over Disney, basically. Mm-hmm. And um, basically he was like, oh yeah, you talk shit about me, made fun of me. Wow, he, he put out a large tweet about this. Look how big my dick is, and uh, yeah, fuck off. So basically what it says is he's ending self Disney self-governing status. Yep. The exemptions from Florida's building code and fire prevention code. Uh, the exemption from state regulatory reviews and approvals. Secrecy by ensuring transparency. Uh, paying its fair share of taxes. Uh, local governments from using the situation to raise local taxes and so that Disney is no longer given preferential treatment and municipal debt should be paid by Disney, not by the Florida taxpayers, is what he says. Well, I mean, in in honesty, hearing in that, I mean, like th- some of that stuff doesn't sound bad, but that's not the reasoning. You know what that's, I mean? That's what it says here. I mean, I mean, well, that's, I mean, according to DeSantis, this is his reply to what this all means. Um, so last year, state Republicans targeted Disney after it publicly clashed with DeSantis uh, over the law that restricts classroom instruction of gender and sexual orientation known by its opponents as the don't say gay major. Right. So, um, even okay, so Bob Chapik even publicly voiced disappointment with the bill limiting LGBTQ plus discussion in schools. Um, so I, do you think now? Now, like, so hold on. the only thing that uh, DeSantis did, he made Bob Chapik look good for a second. That's something. <laughs> hey, he, 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 there's a gold star in his book. <laughs> um, so, like, so what does this mean for Disney going forward? Like, does that mean things are going to, you think things are going to get more expensive? Do you think they're going to not build out newer stuff? Like, this is it. Whatever we got, this is it. We're not going to try to improve what we have. I mean, Disney is the biggest employer in the state of Florida right now. Um, Right right behind Universal Studios. No, bigger uh, than that. Really? Um, You think so? Disney has 75,000 employees in Florida. Uh I don't. Universal is getting bigger, but I don't think they're that big yet. Um, there's so much more in Disney properties, more hotels, more restaurants, more everything, um, more parks right now. Um, right now, I think there's nothing new in the pipeline they've even really announced um, that they're building right now. I know Universal is building that whole new park, which looks really cool. A lot of roller coasters going into that park, by the way. Um, there's like a universal monsters coaster and the, how to train your dragon coaster and the bunch of cool stuff. I was was watching a YouTube video about that the other day, but, um, I don't know what it means for Disney. I mean, I don't think they can't (laughs) about to say they can't make the prices go even higher, but they could, but they could like they, they, this could very much cause that. Right. Don't you think so? Well, the, yeah, I mean, because if they're going to have to be paying double tax, for shit now that they'd never intended to pay taxes for in the first place. 
That means they're going to have to compensate somewhere. And there's only like three pools you can choose from quality, quantity, and price. Well, they've already jacked up the price. They've uh, already dipped down on the quality. I was about to say they've lowered the quality and they've, they say they've lowered the quantity of people that are in there, but I don't know if that's true. Um, I, I, you know, I, I don't know. I really, I, I'm torn about how damn expensive it is. I really want to go ride the guardian attraction. I'm like, well, can I just go for a weekend? But that's even fucking expensive, you know? Sure. Um, I, I still have two tickets burning a hole in my pocket. I want to go. I want to go just for like a weekend, because uh, they're uh, full, you know, full park hopper tickets. But when do they like, expire? they expire at the end of September. Okay. But non-transferable like, too, right? Non-transferable. Yep. They're in my name. I can't do anything with them. They won't give me a refund. Uh, so I don't know. This is a uh, an interesting predicament, and also frustrating at the same mm-hmm. time because i agree like I, th- this is coming out of nowhere for over nothing in my opinion and then on top of that like it's not like disney can up and leave florida that would cost them they're truly- a little they're a little uh locked in now i think <laughs> i mean it's, like- only, it's only been 50 years you know yeah, absolutely. They've only been there for almost half a te- uh, half a century. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's just um, I don't know, and it also like kind of bugs me. Like this is gonna make them possibly care less, but I don't think that's what Bob Iger is going to do. I. Uh, I think, yeah, if Bob Chapek was still around, um, this would be a lot, a big, a a lot different situation. I know there's not a lot Bob Iger can do in his short amount of time that he's going to be back, but he's only back for one more year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, He's like training the other guys like, all right, this is going to be a lot of bullshit. Here you go. This is what I would do, but good luck. And he's out. (laughs) See you later. And he's going to collect his check and go, all right, I'll be, I'll see you on the investment board. <laughs> see you real soon or <laughs> not soon. Yeah. Hopefully you figure this out. So they don't fire ass like they did Chapek. Uh, I will be on my yacht somewhere. You will not find me. <laughs> um, yeah. This is a weird situation. I, I think it's just a, it's just a, it's who's, whose dick is bigger situation. Mm. And the governor at this point, is is throwing his weight around and there's not much they can do about it truthfully mm-hmm. i don't know i'm not an expert in politics i'm not an i don't pretend to be one i don't play one on tv i don't know a lot about the stuff but i am a big disney fan so like you know the uh in epcot yeah they when i was there there were two fires when i was there yeah recently this past trip that i went and it was because the, of the construction or no, it was the, uh, the show that they do on the water. One of the, oh, yeah. One of the things always catches on fire. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know what it is, but there, we, we saw fire trucks at least twice when we were there. And, uh, I always assume like, Oh, it's Disney got it under control. I don't need to worry about it. But there's like 
what happens to the internal Disney Firefighter team or the security of Disney or whatever? Do those people just like move over into the city and work for the city now? Right. And like, does that mean like the quality of care for the parks is going to go way down? It's already gone down enough. Because, uh, the people can't make it there in time or they don't have enough people to send out. I mean, what's going to happen? I, I don't know. What do you guys think out there? If you're listening to this and you have a, a, an opinion on what's going on, let us know. Uh, reach out to us on our social media at metal geeks. Uh, come join the uh, metal geek society on Facebook. We can have a discussion about it there. Um, well, you know, we'll have this once the episode goes live, We'll post uh, the show in our society, Metal Geek Society. Come talk to us about it because uh, I'm interested in hearing other opinions. I know we have a lot of friends that are metalheads and big Disney nerds like uh, like us. Um, so I, I'm very I'm very intrigued by people's opinions on what's going on, what's going to happen, how it's going to affect the quality of Disney World. Uh, pop quiz, real quick, Carrie. How many acres is Disney World? One. Don't don't Google it. One acre. One acre. One. One acre. That's the, your your guess. It's like I, I don't know the the amount. Like a hundred and Just toss one toss a number out there. How how many acres do you think Disney World is? One hundred and fifty two. Try again. I don't <laughs> oh, know. You're a little cold there. Oh. Uh, according to this, they have twenty seven thousand acres. One. 27,000 acres. Oh, okay. Not close at all. That's crazy. Are we yeah. doing Are we doing Disney trivia? Is that what this is going into? Or no, I just thought it was interesting. And apparently, they've been managing the, uh, the control of mosquitoes for the past 55 years. Yes, I, and, I remember hearing that. And uh, now, they no longer do that. That would be the city of Orlando to do that. And they're not going to do that. Yeah. So, so well, Disney World's going to be overrun by mosquitoes. <laughs> and there's a lot of open waters there. So it's <laughs> definitely going to happen. Yeah. Wow. All right. That's crazy, man. I don't know. Um, so I, I know you have your tickets. Are you going to, are you going to try to go? What, what are you, what's your thinking? Oh, uh, I don't know yet. Maybe. When uh, September comes along, uh, I can pressure Catherine into going there for a quick weekend and we can run around and do all the things that we want to do and just leave without spending too, too much money. When's your anniversary again? October. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Want to go on a quick anniversary trip, baby? That's all, that's all I got to do. Where do you want to go? Where do you want to go? These t- Disney these World. T- Disney. Let's go. <laughs> it's already half paid for. That's right. <laughs> um, let's move on to George Hates Metal. Uh, I know you probably know this band, but uh, they put an album out this past week called Anno 1696. It's one of my favorite bands. Uh, the New Insomnium. Oh. Have you heard it yet? No, but I have heard of the band. I know you have. Um, so I want to play. I want to pick a song from the new album that I really enjoy. I I, I enjoy the whole album. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to pick a song called "The Witch Hunter." 
It's just track number six on the album. Uh, and I want you to listen to it and I want your honest feedback because right now this, I cannot stop listening to this album and it's really, really, really good. All right. So, uh, let's get into it. This is Insomnium. We'll be right back. To the show, uh, that was a little bit of Insomnium, the Witch Hunter, from Anno 1696. Uh, take it away. Uh, so yeah, what was the name of the song again? The Witch Finder? The Witch Hunter. Witch Hunter. 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 It's apparently, apparently this is a, is a concept album. A concept album about what? Finding uh, witches or hunting witches in the 1600s, yeah. Oh, all right. Um, 1696 to be specific. Oh, hey, now I don't know what that means, but okay. Um, the album, the album title is Anno 1696. Oh, I, I didn't know that. I, well, I said it like twice already. Did you? I did. Did you, though? I did, though. Did you, though? I did, though. <laughs> um, it was fine. I think the problem I have with Insomnium is the uh, li- the frontman's vo- uh, vocals. Uh, what? Yeah, he gets in these weird modes where, or at least to me in my ears, uh, he gets into these weird modes where he's just growl talking as opposed to like growl singing. I guess, which is I don't know. Is he does. I, I, I. He does that. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I don't know. It's like, growl, I, he's, he's growl rapping. Yeah, I guess. Whatever it is. Uh, it's just, it takes me out of the song. Uh, and then when he starts to pick up momentum and I'm like, oh, all right, now he's got the rhythm of the song and I'm really enjoying it. He stops. And then I'm like, oh, okay. You stopped and you're doing the growl talking again. Um... So anyway, if it wasn't for that, I think I would enjoy it more. And I think that's the problem I had with most Insomnium songs. And that and a lot of their songs kind of sound alike, uh, a lot Ooh. alike. Ooh. Ooh. Is that... I, I don't agree on that one. A lot of their songs sound a lot alike. I don't agree on that one. And they all kind of have the same uh, rhythm and layout and breakpoint and solos. Uh... So anyway, uh, I enjoyed it, but didn't love it. 
Uh, I'm sure if I listened to the whole album, it would probably grow on me more. Yeah, um, I think so. Uh, but as it stands now, meh, it's fine. I, 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 Mostly I, harmless. What I love about this band is it feels like everything that they've, every single note, every single transition, uh, everything in a song sounds like it should be there. Like they've meticulously thought about where everything was going to be. Uh, that's what I love about this band. It's just, they're just one of my favorite mellow death bands of all time. And with the exception of the growl talking. No, I don't mind that. I like it, but I know what you mean. I know. I, I get what you say. You might not like it, but I, I like that part of it. Um, I, but I, I do, I do get where you're coming from. Okay. You're not, you're not wrong that he's, he does that a lot. Well, sure. Okay. Sure. It's in like, 90% of their songs. Yes. Yeah, and which is something I don't really enjoy. So okay. check out the album in, in its entirety. Uh, maybe you'll enjoy it more. I don't know. Have you been maybe, listening? Maybe not. Have you been listening to anything recently? Uh, you've told me that the new uh, album Host was out, so I listened yes. to most of that. Um, I fucking love that album to death still it's available now so it's it's streaming everywhere uh i it's such a good album and uh i think that's about it i don't think i've listened to anything new besides that hmm. um yeah. still listening to the new riverside which is really good um the new uh hiking comes out this friday which is really good a band called tribunal i've been really getting into they're really really awesome um, looking through my recent listens, um, the new enslaved comes out this Friday. Yes. Uh, I know I don't, uh, agree with my co-host from Sarcast. He doesn't really like them too much, but I think in the new enslaved album is one of their most varied album they've put out in a while. Mm. Um, the new and oceans is still really, really good. Uh, ocean grave. I just got into this band. Um, they're doom death metal, very, but very complex songwriting. The album's called the buried inheritance. It's really, really good. What um, makes it complex? Oh, it's just very, I, I don't want to say proggy because prog gets thrown around as a, is a, a descriptor way too much, but in, in the same essence that Opus writes complex music, you know what I mean? That type mm. of, uh, that type of mindset. And uh, I'm going to say it, the the new In Flames, there's really good tracks on this album. I didn't even uh, know they came out with a new album. Yeah, it's called Foregone. It's, uh, it's not bad, dude. There's probably it's about... It's not bad, but it's not good. <laughs> there's about 60% that is actually pretty good. They do, they do get in some into their recent... Uh, writing styles which i'm not a big fan of but there's a lot of really good it's heavy um it's a uh i i'm enjoying the album quite a bit actually okay um yeah i would if you're if you're a fan of them i would definitely check it out uh, I, mean, a band, I used to be a fan like okay 20, if you used 20, to be a 20 fan, years ago check it out you might like it um there's a band called Siemra. uh did you call th- me exactly C-I-E-M-R-A. The album is called The Tread of Darkness. 
something brought to our attention by Christian came out uh, this past week. Um, really fucking great album. Uh, really great production, clean guitars, but it's like um, very interesting black metal. Like it's really cool. I'm enjoying that. And uh, a new band called, or not a new band, but a new album from Clone, K L O N E. Uh, another great prog metal. Been a lot of great prog prog metal recently. Oh yeah, yeah. But nothing, nothing comes to mind with your listening. Right now, uh, haven't been listening to a lot of music. I've been listening right. to a couple of audiobooks, but that's about it. Like what? Uh, I've been wanting to uh, listen to uh, or read Andy Weir's uh, latest book, Project uh, Hail Mary. So I'm in the middle of that. Uh, okay. It's a lot easier for me to listen to the audiobook while I drive. So yeah. I spend you know, hour and a half going to work, hour and a half coming back. So it's a good three hours. I get to just you know, t- tune out and listen to an audiobook. So I do that. I've been listening to, I'm almost, I have maybe like two hours left of the, um, the Rob Halford biblical, uh, uh, audiobook. Um, I haven't been really, you know, usually when I'm in the car, I do listen to a lot of podcasts, but I've been making a concerted effort to listen to more music as well. Mm. so it doesn't overwhelm me i'm like oh shit but uh you want to tickle our geeks real quick let's do it uh you want to go first uh i don't know you you go right ahead you what's tickling your geek this week sir history of the world part two starts next week uh-huh uh, it's like and, a four night event and, like that. you're very excited about that i take I it i am Okay. I am a I I am a huge Mel Brooks fan. I'm a huge fan of the first movie. I'm a huge Mel Brooks fan as well. I do enjoy the first movie. The trailer does not look good. It does. It does not. It does not. When you say not, I think you really mean does. Doesn't look it does. good is what I mean. Oh, and tonight I'm excited uh, as soon as we're done recording, Mickey Dolan's from the Monkees is on Jimmy Fallon tonight. Uh-huh. Going to be I guess you can be interviewed and uh Sitting in with the roots, which is pretty cool. Cool, yeah. Uh, what is he going to be doing? Is it going to be uh... probably? He's done it before. He uh, was just hanging out with the roots and singing music as they go from into break. You know, mm. pretty cool. I don't cool. know if he's going to perform a whole song or what. I don't know yet. Right on. What about you? Um, I don't know. This is necessarily like something to geek out about, but I am uh, going on vacation come uh, April, uh, early April. When? Uh, early April, the first week of April. Yeah. And uh, I'm going? going to Washington D.C. Disney. Washington D.C. Washington Disney. Yeah, sure, that one too. They 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 wanted to build a park there at one point. I think I've heard that before, and. That would have been weird. Yeah. They've also talked about building uh, a park in New York, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. But then they feel, realized that land was super cheap in Florida. And that's but how Universal actually bought is building a park in Dallas area. Yeah, right outside of Dallas. But it's a, it's a kid's park, though. Oh, is it not going to be a full theme park? No, it's a kids-based park, I believe. Oh, uh, see, that's where they're missing. They're missing yeah. out and they can get ahead of Disney if they change plans. Yeah, and they just I like, agree. we're going to do a full, full fledged universal, right? Smack dab in the middle. I would, I would definitely be there all the time. 
Right? Would there be a reason not to go there once a month or every, you know, so often? I would definitely go. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. If they build like a Harry Potter Wizarding World there and a Monsters, uh, uh, Universal or Universal Monsters Park and the new Mario World there. Oh goddamn! Yeah, build it, build it, and they will come. Absolutely. Just take your take Epic Universe, which you're building in Florida. And just transpose that here will be good. Yeah, absolutely. And then people will be there hand over fist. You would, Disney would be trying so hard to get people to go to the Super Nintendo park. World opened in Universal Studios Hollywood. Yeah. But it's, it's a smaller version of it. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to wait till the Florida version opens. So anyway, right, we say all this to talk yep. about my may not be so geeky trip but i'm going i'm a history nerd i do like history quite a bit and washington dc is chock full of history and as well it is full of uh museums and <clears throat> yeah. stuff like that that i am very excited for you, so that where you're going you're going on a museum trip type of deal yeah kind of i'm just kind of going to experience washington dc i've never been to that part of the country okay. before and uh i've been once when i was sort of young where you went to a wedding there a family wedding and uh family member of ours owned a bed and breakfast so we all stayed there but we did we went to a lot of the we went to like smithsonian and sure uh i know i don't remember everywhere we went to but uh they have a, a spy museum they got the uh, aerospace museum they yeah. have uh you know you name it they have it museum <laughs> uh and you know the cooler thing about it sure. is most of those museums out in uh, washington dc are like free yeah. Yeah. You don't have to pay for shit. You just walk right in. That's crazy. Is, yeah. It's super awesome. So, yeah. So, that's what we're doing for the first uh, week of April. We'll be that's out cool. there and having a grand old time. I will be on vacation sometime in April as well. There you go. Um, but after like mid April, right? Like for yeah, like mid April. Yeah. Uh, like April 17th, I think, something like that. Cool. Right Exciting. Before, yeah. It's our anniversary trip. So, oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I don't really have anything other than that's you know, pretty cool though. Yeah. New movies coming out that I'm excited for. And like I said, I'm a history nerd, so I'm very excited to, uh, go check out the stuff in, uh, DC. So I want to, uh, take this time and let everybody know it. It has been a long time since we recorded. Uh, we're going to try to get on a better schedule. Everybody's was really busy this past month and we apologize. Um, it's all Carrie's it, fault. It actually was not my fault this time. It was Carrie's fault okay. this time. Part of it was my fault. I'll, I'll admit to that. <laughs> um, but if you want to know more about us, you can check us out on the web at metalgeeks.net. Um, you can subscribe, listen to the show there. Uh, we're on all the social medias at Metal Geeks. We're on any place where you download your podcaster, any, any of your podcasting apps that you use. We're on Spotify and Apple Music and stitcher and stretcher and all those places all those places that you get your beautiful i don't think stretcher is one from. of them but um and we're also part of the eso network esonetwork.com check out all the cool shows that make up the network there and uh if you want to reach out to us on our social our email msrcast at gmail.com uh, we also have metal geeks podcast at gmail.com which i forgot about but it's there and uh, join the Metal Geek Society Facebook group. Uh, we'll have a lot of fun there. What about you? Uh, you can reach me on all of the social medias at George Tripsis, uh, mostly on Twitter 
and Instagram for the most part. Uh, I don't really hang out anywhere else, but you can reach me there and we could talk movies and whatnot. Awesome. Well, thank you for hanging out with me again on this episode. And as always, we have one last thing we have to say. I think you mean to hang out with us. You're, you're, it's a duo here. Well, I was telling you, thank you for hanging oh, out. Oh, I me. thought you were talking about the audience. See, that's just rude. But thank you to the audience as well for hanging out with us. There we go. Because we're cool. We are cool like that. And uh, as always, keep it metal. And keep it politically incorrect by taking our rights away and shitting all over everything that was fun and buying in buying hogwarts legacy and buy yeah you know go see you know some movies at, go see cocaine bear keep uh, it cocainey yeah right after you see magic mike's last dance <laughs> i mean what a <laughs> That'd be a per- that's like a perfect uh, drive drive in movie pairing, right? <laughs> Cocaine Bear and Magic Mike. Yeah, why not? Come on. <laughs> so, I'm gonna be real quick though. In the theater I was in, there was like a lot of older ladies, like oh, elderly, yeah. like like grandmas, like real grandmas in this movie theater, and like I don't know, it doesn't really take anything super crazy for I guess these lady these old ladies to get like frisky and like loud and and, uh you know rowdy and like there would be a scene where like some dude was just doing like a little shimmy dance or whatever and like some old lady behind me is going "Ooh, i want you to dance with me like that i bet i I bet if you're a single guy it's a good place to go pick up some (laughs) (laughs) some older ladies who (laughs) missed it out in the heydays anyway yeah just uh you know, and funny enough, like, you know, I get it. It's a magic mic, but, you know, we're all here to watch the same movie, people. We don't need your commentary. That's true. That's why I go to the Alamo Draft House, but no one said shit to anyone. I guess they all went, ah, let the old ladies have their fun. <laughs> that's, right. is what, that's what they said. Well, we, Alamo Draft House usually has like specialty food to go along with movies. There was no magic mic hot dogs or anything. No like hot that. dogs or corn dogs or anything. No, but that oh. would have been a great uh, thing to go along with it, though. Missing out on a golden opportunity there. <laughs> a golden uh, dongitudity. <laughs> Boom! All right. On that note. Balls. Balls. Hey, Geekazoids. Thanks for listening to another fine podcast brought to you by MSR Productions. All rights reserved, blah, 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 blah. For reviews, archives of our podcasts, and all your other metal geekery needs, please visit metalgeeks.net. Keep it geeky. Keep it metal. You know what now is a great time for? A promo for Soul Forge Podcast. We talk about love. Loss. Tattoos. Sex. Dating. Stupid things we do for love. Pop culture. Mental health. We've had author interviews. Adventures. And shenanigans. What? Soul Forge Podcast. Where? We're everywhere. Soul Forge Podcast. Subscribe today. Forge your soul. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping at the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.